Hey guys, we're back. Welcome to season two. I'm going to go ahead and call it season two <laughs> of Kelly and Hollis with Outnumbered. That is actually backwards. Welcome to Outnumbered with Kelly and Hollis. Oh, it's been a minute. <laughs> it's, it's been a minute. You know, we're, <laughs> we're stretching a little bit. We have to get back uh, in shape when it comes to this, but we are excited to be back. Um, we're as motivated and committed to it as ever. And we are, are just ready to be able to help accomplish our goal of not only us trying to still break into the sport industry, but helping you guys along the way as well. So That is true. We have a lot of amazing things planned. Um, we're going to be doing more weekly episodes. We have a digital summit coming up, so stay tuned for that. And then today, we're just going to really use this episode as a way to catch up give you guys updates on what's going on with our lives because it is Corona. We are still in quarantine and then give you some tips on how you can better make yourself an essential employee and also just tips for the future and how to move forward. So Kelly, you ready to go ahead and get started? As ready as I'll ever be, Hollis. <laughs> okay. Do you want to, um, do you want to start off with the catch up or do you want me to go first? Sure. I'll go first. Why not? Okay. Um, so, I mean, yeah, just to lay it all out there, uh, Hollis and I both did um, lose our jobs as a result of the COVID-19 pandemic. But I think even though we both approached it in different ways, like I am very um, grateful. It's bad to say, but I think this opportunity has taught me a lot, not only about myself mm -hmm. and given me the time to kind of see myself outside of my job. Um, I think that's one thing I've always identified myself as the work that I'm doing. And it's important to realize you're more than just your work. Um, so I was fortunate enough to find another job. It is not in sports, but I really enjoy the people that I'm working with and I'm learning a lot. And I think it's important to kind of branch out and see the outside world. Um, <laughs> I think it's, <laughs> it's reaffirmed for me that I want to work in sports and it's nice because when I've only had jobs in sports, people are like, oh, well, you haven't tried this. Maybe you'd actually enjoy it. It's like, well, now I've had a taste of it. I, I like it. But I mean, sports is just something I'm passionate about. And mm -hmm. like we've both said before, you really need to find something that you love doing because then you'll never work a day in your life. And that's the goal. I want to get there eventually. But I'm, I'm very happy with where I am right now, considering everything and where the world is. At right now but um, that's kind of my little life in a summary. Hollis you want to share your story? Yeah I can take over so like Kelly said we both lost our jobs I want to say around May. Um, was it the beginning of May or the end of May? First day of May was our official like last day yeah. and then so with that of course it was a big shock but luckily for me I was able to get another job um, throughout the month of May and then towards the end of that month, I was let go from that one. And that was a bit of a shock because I think that's when it really hit home for me because I got let go of that job um, due to the lack of work, again, for coronavirus. So it's like I got let go for coronavirus and then I got another job and then again got let go because of coronavirus. So then for me, it was like, okay, clearly this isn't going anywhere. I need to come up with a plan. So throughout my time, I think I did a lot of gaining certificates or figuring out ways that I can try to stay busy. Kelly knows that I do not 
like to just sit still. I like to always be working on something, trying to figure out how I can elevate myself. I've been taking classes, doing certifications and applying. Um, After I lost the other job in May, I decided to take a quick break from applying to, like Kelly said, really figure myself out and really dive deep within myself. Um, I know you'll always be working, so I really wanted to use this time to figure out what makes Hollis happy, get some things in order, because again, when else will we be home every day for a month, two months, three months whatsoever? So I've really been trying to use this time to read more, to establish better morning routines. I just started running on Tuesday, which is something I never thought I would do. I actually ran a mile. So slowly but surely kind of figuring myself out and figuring the direction that I wanted to go to. I had a really deep conversation with myself, if you can say, um, like Kelly said, figuring out if the sports industry is something that I want to continue with or do I want to branch out, Um, especially with me interviewing with some other companies. I know we mentioned in the first three episodes how sports doesn't really pay that much. And you don't really see that when you're working in sports. You just kind of know that's the expectation and you know you enjoy your job. But then once you start interviewing other places and seeing the income potential that you could make, you're just like, what? People are really making this much? And (laughs) it was just kind of eye-opening for me. So I'm still trying to figure out if I want to stay in sports or how I can elevate myself or really see all of the opportunities. Because again, I know I mentioned in the previous episodes how you don't really realize all the opportunities until you start networking or until you start working for the company. So I don't even know all of the job possibilities that there are out in the world. And so I've really been using this time to elevate myself and my personal brand and just figuring out what direction I want to go. So that's kind of my update. I don't have a job. I'm still just kind of figuring out applying and honestly I'm in the same predicament as probably a lot of you guys are listening because that's just the reality of it. Something else that I had to take um, into consideration is realizing that it's not me that it is the COVID-19 because when I was let go before I was just like well what could I have done better what how can I have been more essential how could I have put myself in a better position to stay but that's really not the case at all because A lot of people gave rave reviews where they were like, no, it wasn't you. Like, you did a great job. And of course, you hear it. And you're just like, yeah, you're just telling me that. But no, honestly, it is really not you. The economy, and I know you guys watch the news and you see it everywhere, but like, it's very bad right now, especially with sports. (laughs) And some universities are saying that they're not even coming back with football in the fall. So it's not you. Keep your head up. Just know that we are all in this together. And I've even had some people reach out on LinkedIn saying um, that they're job searching or just to network. I've met someone for lunch the other day where she messaged me on LinkedIn and was like, hey, I just wanted to network to see if you want to get a Zoom lunch. And so we did that. And so I met her. She works for the Sports Business Journal. So that was pretty cool. So really use this time to figure yourself out and network any way that you can. And so that is my update. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I can definitely relate, um, obviously, I mean, we can all relate, but that last part you were saying where it's, it's not you. Mm -hmm. I think at the beginning, when it first happened to us, just like you were saying, I was like, oh, well, we've only been with the, you know, our our current, or that company at that time for, you know, about 10 months, like we're the easiest to just kind of cut loose. 
But then, you know, as I've scrolled through LinkedIn, I see people who have been with companies for over 10 years that are getting released Mm -hmm. or getting let go. And I think not even just the entry level people like VPs or some senior Mm -hmm. level people. I had a friend, um, sorry, not to cut you off, but (laughs) I just had a quick thought. But I had a friend tell me the other day that one of the senior leadership at her company moved his family down from New York. um, And, you know, they got a house and everything. And then as soon as he got here, the funds just weren't there. And then so he had to be let go. So it's just, it is happening everywhere. And it's honestly really scary. Yeah. And then on even the flip side of that, I mean, I'm very willing to admit when I'm again, scrolling through LinkedIn or other social media, and you do see people posting about internships they're getting or jobs that they're being hired for, where I'm like, you know, part of me is definitely like, yeah, like, I'm so happy for you. I'm glad you're doing this. But then at the other side of me, you know, that little dark devil that's on the other shoulder is like, well, why isn't that me? Like, why is my journey not that way? And I think that's been the biggest thing I've had to overcome because even throughout my career before COVID, I'd see people who didn't seem to really have to struggle to find a job in sports. They'd get an internship and then timing just happened to work for them where there was an opening, the company liked them and they got asked into it. Or people who don't even really like sports are like, "Eh, it's just kind of the job I found. And it was frustrating because as someone who, this is what I know what I want to do. And it just, I haven't had the opportunity to really, I feel like show what I can do that. I mean, yeah, it hurts. And you you get frustrated and angry. And you're like, why is this not meant for me? But I mean, Hollis has, I would say, been the biggest influence in me just trying to accept that whatever happens is going to happen. Your journey is your journey. No one, no journey is the same. Hollis and I, you know, we started at the marketing internship. We both went our separate paths. We happened to intersect again. But from there, who knows where we're both going to go. And we're very unlikely we're going to be working at the same job for for the rest of our lives. So I know it's very, like I more than anyone know, it's very hard to stay positive during this time, especially when you see failures of the people and the success stories, but just know that whatever is meant to happen is going to happen for you. And if you need someone to talk to, like you can definitely reach out to Hollis or I, we both understand. Um, And we'd be more than happy to have a zoom call, zoom lunch, or just, you know, uh, DM us, whatever. Um, You can reach out on social media or hit us up on LinkedIn and we would love to talk to you. Yeah, and I wish you guys could see, well, you can see if you go to our YouTube page, but I wish you can see the smile that is on my face hearing Kelly say that. I am a firm believer, and I tell Kelly this all the time, where what is for you, literally no one else can take away. I did a pageant. I want to say, actually, it was just last year. It wasn't even that long ago. And one of the pep talks. Yeah, (laughs) you know, I forgot. Um, Honestly, my days just run together now. But when I did the pageant, one of the girls gave a pep talk. And she said, honestly, all you can do today is go out and try your best because the winner is already written in stone and it's for whoever wins. But that doesn't mean that the opportunity you can't benefit from as well. So it just goes to say that whatever is for you, literally no one can take that away. Like you can bomb an interview, you can have a misspelling word on your resume, but if that opportunity is for you, there is nothing that is going to get in your way. So just know that your time is coming. Just keep working for it. Keep being consistent. 
persistent and never give up. Like, I just can't stress that enough. And then honestly, really branch out, meet people, network. There's a lot of Zoom conferences, calls, summits, webinars, everything. I honestly, I feel like every five minutes when I'm on LinkedIn, there is something going on. So really use that time to branch out and see what else is out there. Yeah. And I mean, I think um, that that's a really great segue for kind of the episode today, because not only did we want to catch you up on where we're at right now, but then also maybe give some suggestions if you do need a little more direction or if you don't um, have a plan in mind right now. Um, I know Hollis and I have like had very different approaches to it. I think I have almost, I don't want to say felt like the animal cornered where you just, I feel like I have to be doing something um, to be able to achieve. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> it's, it's hard for me to sit there and feel like I'm accomplishing something. So I've definitely like, been trying to yeah attend the webinars that Hollis was doing. I've you know signed up for a certification program from NYU for uh, fundamentals of global sport. I mean it it cost me quite a chunk, but um, I think it's worth it in the end. And even my mindset was even though I'm not currently working in sports, this is a great way to keep my foot in the door and to show that I am passionate about it. This is what I want to do, and even if it's not the perfect situation like i'm gonna go after it no matter what so i think that's a great way i know course era um is a good resource if you're looking for like excel um honestly i remember growing up and they're like oh you're never gonna use this like as long as you know how to use bird it's fine i use excel every single day in my job now i used it's it a requirement by, yeah previous job like they always said, oh, yeah, you don't excel, whatever. And I'm like, no, nah, actually, people use it all the time. So mm -hmm. you don't understand excel. I emphasize that you learn it. Mm -hmm. I mean, you can go to YouTube. You don't even have to pay for it. You can find so many videos to watch. Um, but definitely recommend that. I know there's Hub Academy. Even LinkedIn Learning um, is a thing now. I don't know if it's only with their premium account, but I know they've had some free videos out there. And even, this is an interesting one, but one goal I've set for myself is actually <laughs> trying to relearn Spanish. I took three years in high school, but um, that didn't really stick. Yeah. I still can't roll my R's. I'm not going to do it for you. <laughs> it's sad. Nobody wants to hear it. <laughs> I'm glad you knew because I was going to, I was ready to be like, do it, do it, do it. <laughs> like I even, I've watched videos on how to learn how to do it and I still can't do it. Cause they're like, oh yeah, you gotta like put the Q-tip to your tongue and vibrate it. And I'm like, what was that? Huh? Yeah, no. So. That's a weird way to explain it. <laughs> yeah, it was weird. You know what? You can look on YouTube if you want. It makes sense if you see it. It'll just sound weird probably now, but that's okay. But getting back to it, I mean, I kind of reinvested myself in Spanish because one job I really did enjoy was minor league baseball, working with the Yankees. And most of the positions I've seen when I've been looking, it's a requirement that you know Spanish. I mean, you think a lot of players are coming from the Dominican Republic and other Spanish-speaking countries, and you need to be able to communicate them or with them, not even players, but coaches as well. Um, so that coming from that, like, that's one thing I would say a piece of advice from all of this if you've been tuning out my whole spiel. But look at the jobs that you want to achieve. Like you want to be an athletic director or anything, like look at the job you want to 
eventually make it to, or maybe it's the one you got your eye on now. Go through the requirements and see and check boxes. Okay, I got this, I got this, I got this. Oh, I don't got this. Okay, well then what can I do to make sure I can check that box off next time? So I think that's a great way if you're looking for something to do um, that's directly related to if you're so sure you want a certain job, like that's a very easy way to find out what you need to do to be able to get that position next time. Mm -hmm. And honestly, going off that, that's a really good tip because that's something that I do where I'll go on LinkedIn and I'll find people with the career or the position that I want. And then I see what did they do to get there? So did they have a specific certification that made them more, I guess, I completely lost my train of thought, but that would make them more help me out here. What is it? More qualified for the role. That is what I'm trying to say. <laughs> or just even if it was a master's degree, like what Kelly said about certifications and going back to school, I've even looked into sports master's programs or how can I honestly just elevate myself. And my mom has really been pushing for it because she's just like, well, what else are you doing right now? And it's just like, nothing but <laughs> i don't know if that's at the top of my priority list but it's something i've been exploring and then like she said figuring out where you can elevate yourself so i've been looking into google analytics certifications and a lot of digital marketing because i do want that area to be strengthened and then also event certifications because after some of my previous position i realized that i really enjoy planning events and hosting them and having you know, an outcome that people can come to and enjoy. So that's something where I really want to kind of dig deep into. And even with the master's programs and certifications, I feel like your undergraduate degree was very broad. Everyone was marketing, communications, science, something. And then your graduate degree or specific certifications is where you start to really find your niche. And so trying to figure out what my niche is has been honestly a big part of my quarantine break from the world or from the workspace is just figuring out what is it that I really want to hone in and what is it that I really want to do and like Kelly said figuring out what other people have done and how I can kind of mimic that so there's no point well I'm not going to say no point but you don't have to create a whole new path to the career of course there's not only one way to get where you want to go, but there's a lot of options. So kind of be open to what are all the possible outtakes, talking to people, finding people that kind of mirror what you want to do and go down that path because they've done it. You can do it. It's really not hard. I feel like a lot of times we think getting our career in sports is hard or we think finding our dream job is hard, but it's really how you it's really the impression that you leave on people so when you get a job working hard and leaving that lasting impression really networking with people and figuring out what connections can help you and how you can help them because networking is not just take 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 it's what you can give as well and then so i feel like those are the main things that are kind of in your control that can really have a lasting outlook on your professional career yeah. And then with um, related to networking, if you, you know, if that is the dis direction you decide to go in terms of this is what I want to focus on during quarantine, make sure it's extending outside of this quarantine as well. Mm -hmm. I mean, anytime, whether you're in a pandemic or not, once you create that relationship, make sure you're maintaining it. And you don't have to be texting them like every week, like, hey, what's up? How you doing? Want to get lunch? This or that? But like, Please don't do that. 
Yeah. <laughs> Take note of maybe when their birthdays are or like with everything going on, a lot of people that are close that I know within the sports industry, I was reaching out once COVID hit, like, Hey, just wanted to check in. Like, are you and your family good? Like make it relevant to show that you care, but at the same time, don't pester them. Because mm -hmm. then it just feels like, well, you're just talking to me to get the job anyway. So you know what, this doesn't feel like a genuine relationship. I don't, I have so many more people that they could talk to because I mean, mm -hmm. everyone is trying to network on LinkedIn right now. It's ridiculous. Yeah, no, it is crazy. And then so going off of that, we've, <laughs> I want to say we dumped a lot of networking and how you can elevate yourself. So Kelly, I think now would be a great time to transition into how have we been decompressing and taking a break during this quarantine? It was tough. I, was with, <laughs> it, I will say it was interesting because unemployment, I was officially unemployed for about a week and not doing anything was such a new feeling mm -hmm. for someone who I've been working since my freshman year of college and throughout college, two or three jobs at the same time. And then when going into sports, you're working over 40 hours a week anyway. And that one week just like showed me that I didn't know what to do when I wasn't working. Like I, like I touched on earlier, I really defined who I was as my job. Um, and so the biggest thing for me and Hollis shared similarities was how can I kind of almost combine it? How can I take a step back, but then maybe also do professional development? And the biggest thing for me is reading. I have gotten back into reading. I try and finish one book every month, but at the same time, I re it's really weird. So I'm reading multiple books at the same time. Oh, so same. I'll have like my, <laughs> my, pro my professional development, and then I'll have kind of my personal development, and then I'll have my fun read. Um, so like right now for my professional development, I'm reading a book about managing your emotions in the workplace because that's a big struggle for me ever since college. I like, I never cried when I was little growing up and then all of a sudden I hit college and it was like emotion overload. And I'm someone who very much feeds on the emotions around me, which maybe has helped now that I'm in quarantine and there's no one else around me to feed off of. But so one thing Hollis always pushes me when I'm like, oh, well, I have this issue, I have this problem. And she's like, okay, well, what are you doing to fix it? You got a goal, what are you doing? How are you trying to achieve it? Um, so I try and apply that. So my, my uh, professional development is currently trying to manage my emotions. And then I'm also reading Nelson Mandela's autobiography as my personal development, um, just trying to find a new perspective other than my own, especially outside of the United States. Um, and someone who is within the black community, because that's been a big factor for me within the past few months, trying to learn a new perspective. I think we all could use that right now. And then for <laughs> my personal, I've, I've been reading a murder mystery novel, which we don't need to get into. But I think, yeah, reading for me has been big. And it's just also not only accepting that it's okay. Like, it's okay if I just want to lay on my bed for like 30 minutes. It's okay if I want to read instead of applying for a job because I'm not going to lie to you. I'm so tired <laughs> of applying to jobs. Like it's exhausting. And especially when you get no after no after no, and you just like eventually that negative energy just weighs on you. And so you got to find an outlet to just release all of it. 
And whether that be like, I've gone on, I have picked up walking. I'm not running every Tuesday. These <laughs> needs can't handle it. Um, <laughs> but like walking has helped getting outside. You may not be able to tell, but you know, this is a podcast, but I'm about as white as you get. But yeah, getting outside, getting some sun. I do that <laughs> occasionally. Just like the biggest thing for me has been accepting that it's okay. It's okay not to be constantly trying to strive towards my goal of working in the sports industry because mental health is also very important. Mm -hmm. But I have taken up the microphone enough. So Hollis, who's much better at, you know, personal development than I am, oh, she's going to share her side of things. Yeah. Well, one thing Kelly has mentioned all the things that I tell her and the positivity. But one thing that Kelly has made it clear to me that I guess is a negative thing that I do is I, <laughs> I have a lot of grand ideas and I have a lot of projects that I want to do and a lot of things that I want to accomplish. Like I honestly want to rule the entire world. And it's not even that I want to rule the entire world. I want to rule the entire world tomorrow. And so as we all know, <laughs> that's not realistic. So I've been trying to do a better job of having all of my, idea, my ideas and making them more attainable goals and kind of narrowing it down. And then also something that I struggled with before is, like I said, I wanted to be rule everything tomorrow is coming up with more realistic timeframes. And so being able to, like she said, give myself permission to, if one night I just want to watch a movie and lay in bed, I can do that. Before, I would get really hard on myself. And honestly, most times I am very, very, very hard on myself. If I mess up or if I feel like I'm not being productive or if I, or if I feel like I'm wasting time and just not doing something that can aid to my future, I would yell at myself. It would just be really bad. And so I've been trying to do a better job at being more forgiving, more leisurely time. Like if I just want to light some candles and listen to some music, I'm going to do that. If I just want to sit outside with my dog, I'm going to do that. Something that I've been more intentional with is I have a dog. His name is Kingsley. And we go on a walk every morning, afternoon, and evening. And I really try to not take my phone. So that way I'm really just not distracted by anything. I'm really in the walk. Um, I'm not sure how that's going to work out now that I'm running, but I also don't do that every day or every Tuesday, like Kelly said, because it is exhausting. I don't understand how people do that. But to get back on subject, I've been trying to do just get more active. One thing that <laughs> Corona kind of took away from me is my gym. I was an avid YMCA goer where I did my hot yoga and I did the classes. So trying to figure out ways that I can work out and stay fit and stay active. Something else that I've been trying to do is take care of me. I got a new wallet the other day. I finally got my hair done. So things that I've been pushing off because I either didn't have time for work or they just weren't the focus in that moment. I've been trying to do a better job as not to say spoiling myself a little bit, but just kind of being more kind to myself. I realized that, like Kelly said, with my job, I just kind of go to work and just be like, work, work, work. I didn't really take time to do my nails or like deep condition my hair. It's just the little things that just really go into mental health and personal well-being. So I've been trying to be more intentional with that. I plan to read more. That one's not as consistent as Kelly has been doing. But just being more intentional with my time and the time that I have with myself is how I've been trying to take a big, 
take a break from everything. And then of course, not always just sitting down doing nothing. If I am having a day where I'm applying to jobs or I'm doing a certification, then I'm giving it my all. But then also on the days where I don't feel like anything, I'm giving myself permission to give that my all too. It's crazy because one of the previous jobs that I had a while ago, um, one of the supervisors gave a pep talk before before every morning that we had work, someone different would give a pep talk. And one of the things that she said is multitasking, there's no such thing. No one can ever multitask either because when you're doing two things, you're kind of giving your attention to one thing and then you pause your attention there to give it to something else. You're not actually doing two things at one time. It may feel like it, but that's not really what's happening. So she said that she tries to be more intentional where if she's working, she's going all in. She's doing 100% on whatever work she's doing. But if she just wants to watch TV, then she's going all in on that and she's giving 100% to just watching TV. And I feel like when I've been able to separate the two, my leisure time between my work time, between my going to the dog park time, I have been a lot more productive because when I would kind of mix everything together between applying to jobs or watching TV and going for a walk, I would drag it on all day. And that would be my entire day where I've been watching TV and applying to jobs and playing with my dog all day. And there was no break in between that. So I've been trying to be more intentional with my breaks where I'm like, okay, from 8 a.m. to 10 p.m., I'm going on a walk, I'm going on a run, I'm doing some kind of exercise, and then I'm going to have a smoothie. From 10 to maybe 1, I'm going all in on whatever work I have to get done. And then from 1 to 2, if I want to catch up on a show, I'm going to use that time to do that. So I think for me, is just been being more intentional with all of my actions and having a foolproof plan to make sure I'm hitting all the notes, whether it's working, personal care, or mental care. So that has been my break. (laughs) I feel like I said a lot. (laughs) I know. I feel like when I was explaining what I do in my free time, it took longer to explain it than like I actually, what I actually do. (laughs) But, um, Moving on from that, we'll, we'll line this up because I think this has by far been our longest episode. We had and I was looking at the time. <laughs> yeah, I was like, look at us go. Yes. <laughs> um, but one thing we have both been doing during our set working periods um, is dedicating ourselves more to obviously the Outnumbered podcast. And one thing we are excited to share is we will be joining the many people you've seen on LinkedIn hosting webinars and doing our own mm-hmm. outnumbered digital summit on August 6th. Um, this is, I will be hundred percent honest. This is all Hollis's brainchild. Uh, <laughs> and to me, she called me up. She's like, Kelly have a great idea. And I was like, Oh no. Yeah. Honestly, that's <laughs> normally the reaction she gives whenever I have an idea. And then I'm just like, let me, you know, I'm gonna throw it out there. And if she likes it, she likes it. If she doesn't, we're going to do it anyway. So <laughs> I would, I would say I was a little nervous when you're like, we're, we're going to do a conference. And I'm like, in my head, I'm just like, in, in the middle of a pandemic? Like, how are we doing a conference? And she's like, no, no, no. And she she explained it all to me. And I like was 100% in. I thought it was a great idea. So I am going to let Hollis share, since this is her brain her brainchild, um, on all the details. Yes, yes. So like Kelly said, we're going to be hosting the Outnumbered Digital Summit on August 6th, 2020. That is a Thursday, so please make sure it is in your calendar. And 
the main idea behind this is I know with a lot of webinars or conferences that you see on LinkedIn and some other sports companies, a lot of times the speakers are executive VPs or a lot of senior leadership. And although it is great and I love hearing from them, it's not necessarily attainable for me in my career right now. Like I'm not going to become a VP next year. Well, I might, but the odds are I'm most likely not going to become a VP next year. So I really thought it would be great to have a summit kind of dedicated to gaining a career in sports. Um, and then also just giving you guys tips, hearing from managers or people where you would be in that position in the next year or two and what they did to get there and how you can position yourself to get there. Some of the panels we have are, um, wow, that just completely escaped my brain. So <laughs> well, I, will, I will say one of the, the panels that I'm looking forward to the most, um, which I think we'll touch on kind of what um, we kind of talked about today, but uh, what can you do now? and kind of the personal branding. Cause I think that is something that's just so easy to do from anywhere. I mean, and you can do it on your computer. I mean, the pandemic's not gonna stop it. And I think the panelists we got for that are really great. I'm not gonna announce them yet cause you'll have to tune into our social media to do that. But um, I think that's probably the one I'm, I'm most excited about. Ooh, I am excited about that one. Some others we have are gaining collegiate, um, well, gaining competitive experience in college. So how do you get those competitive internships? How do you get the externships? Some people take a year off to work for companies and then come back. So how do you position yourself to do that? So that way you're even more marketable when you graduate. Some other um, categories we have, we have an educational seminar with, <laughs> I'll let Kelly tell you about that a little bit later with someone coming in from VCU. Another um, panel that we have is one called something about the boys club. What is it? Creating your own boys club. Yes. <laughs> Thank you. I don't know what is going on with my brain this evening. I don't know if it's because it's 7 p.m. or what, but another panel we have is creating your own boys club because as you all know, it is very difficult to get a job in sports. So a lot of times you kind of have to create your own business and create an avenue for yourself. So we're going to be talking to some women and see how they did that. Another panel we're still working on is the HR panel. So you'll be able to ask human resource managers what they look for in hiring someone, how they prefer to be reached out to and contacted. And then we also have an intimate conversation with Kirby Porter. Um, she just got a new position. She was with Pepsi and Mountain Dew working with their NBA partnerships. She also has some other awards, but you can see more about her on our social platforms. And then I'll let Kelly get into the educational seminar real quick. Sure. Um, so the main speaker for our educational seminar is Dr. Carrie LaCrum. She is the executive director from my grad program um, at VCU Center for Sport Leadership. As soon as Hollis like was talking about, we kind of need someone who we want to really educate with this, not just have it be a panel, because we want to give you guys a little variety. I mean, we do have these panels throughout all day. We have it set up to where you can pick and choose kind of a la carte if you want. You don't have to go to the whole thing, but we did want to offer variety. So when she came up with this educational seminar, I was like, okay, well, why don't we try and reach out to a professor or someone who's used to that? And Carrie immediately came to my mind especially with what we were trying to achieve, because she's a big advocate, um, not only for women, but increasing um, the percentage, I would say, of women in sports. 
and she's always been a role model to me and like it just made sense like as soon as Hollis did it or said it I was like yeah Carrie it has to be Carrie um and she was great like as soon as I asked her she said yes um and so she'll be able to talk about not only kind of the landscape and where the sports industry is right now but some gender biases that you'll see and how we can hopefully not use them to your advantage but make sure you're not disadvantaged by it um, and kind of give you tips on what it is like to be a woman in a, in a boys club. Um, and she'll really set the tone um, for the whole seminar since she is going to be the first session of the day. Um, but we were very excited to have her join our event. And she has been very helpful throughout the whole process. And I am more than grateful for all that she's done. Yeah. So I'm excited. Um, hopefully by the time this episode comes out, you'll be able to have a link to the event, be able to get your tickets and everything in place. Um, so yeah, we hope that you guys plan on attending. We're really excited about it. The speakers that we have, they've been really excited about this. Like Kelly said, this is kind of my baby because I really feel like there isn't anything like this or anything geared towards people starting their careers in sports. So that was something that I was really passionate about and really wanted to bring to the table. So I hope that you find, honestly, a lot of information and you find it helpful and we'll be able to do this year and year and year again. I was yeah. looking at your face for that one to see <laughs> if you're going to be like, uh, or if it was going to be like a yay. So, you know, I'll get a, a year's notice though this time. It's like, okay, well, it finishes. Okay, we got another year instead of what was it like two months ago? <laughs> yeah, you know, that's still a good time. Yeah. yeah. It's like, yeah, let's, let's put this together. I was like, okay, let's do it. <laughs> we got this. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think that is a great stopping point for our first episode back. Like we said, we have more content coming, more episodes coming just more everything. Kelly and I have really used this time to rededicate ourselves to Outnumbered. So just know we're coming with a bang and we hope that you guys are ready to rock and roll with us. I was going to actually try and do like a guitar noise, but then nah, it didn't come out. So you just got a pop noise and that's about it. And this is a really awkward ending to our episode. So you can look forward to my awkwardness all season two. Um, fortunately, we'll have some guest speakers come in, so you'll have to hear me talk less, which I'm very grateful for. So, oh no, we I love you, Kels. Don't happen again. Thanks, thanks, Hollis. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, I was gonna say we'll see you in the next episode, but you guys will hear us in the next episode. Bye. <laughs>